and welcome to another episode of Fool's Daily. Um, if you listen to the last episode, you already know that my special guest, very special, he is very special, it's only oh. Conrad E.J. Gonsalves. Hello! Hashtag snazzy. Hashtag snazzy. That's it. That's what this whole strand is going to be. It's hashtag snazzy. <laughs> Should I do some rap now? Sounds like a... a, a I don't know, um, what, what, it, you, what are you going to rap? Uh, some oh, hummus? It's Carl's birthday this week, so I might rap uh, his present of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Ever generous father. Uh, hello, still, Mike. He still gets to live at home. I mean, what else do you want? That's true. This is true. <laughs> hello again. Hello. So we left last episode... On a cliffhanger. On a cliffhanger where you were going to talk, as is tradition for Fool's Daily, about Conrad does the Welsh Open. Yeah. And about War Machine. And about how War Machine wants to be Malifaux by, with this new faction. Oh, the Grimkin. <clears throat> you know what? They are lice models. Lice models. Lice models. Yes. Nice. What, 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 I don't know. I don't know what went wrong there. <laughs> Somehow, what was going from my brain to the speech centre and out my mouth was not the same thing. I apologise for that. Uh, that uh, comment. You can start going on about your dentist appointment being at two thirty now. Two thirty. Two thirty. Yeah. <laughs> so, the Grimkin models. They're very nice. Yeah, mix and match, but uh, in general a nice range, I think. I like the, ones, um, the little guys riding the um, hobby horses where they're actually horses' heads stuck on sticks. <laughs> I like a lot of them. I mean, I, I like the pigs, the mad pig things, and uh, the, the sort of weird, influenced, Malifaux-esque type I think uh, what I like, stuff. What I really like about them is they don't necessarily look like war machine figures. No, and I think, I'm guessing that's been done on purpose. Um, you know, they don't have the proportions that War Machine figures tend to have, you know, the big shoulder pads, and they're very what? different, which I like. No, I, t- I totally agree. I think, uh, I did see them, I thought, very much like you, probably, first off. Oh, they're very, very weird-esque, very Balafo-esque, and... Uh, you start looking at the figures, and uh, I, I think it's a great range. Yeah. You know, um, I quite like their previous range of those sort of, I can't even remember what they're called. The sort of, it's a sub faction as such, but, um, or it, that's the old terminology, but um, the sort of undead um, monsters, uh, cricks like monsters that were uh, made up of different sewn together with different things sort of thing constructs of some sort I think it's a hordes faction right. can't remember what they're called uh, you see now look you see this is where I go away and start looking at it now on the tinternet but yes went to the Welsh Open It's uh, I've not missed um, a Welsh Open since Martin Jenkins started it off um, at the original Firestorm Games uh, on the same street that Firestorm Games is or the Southwest Gaming Centre. Um, 
I love Cardiff, basically. I love the social side of things where, you know, you end up doing sort of the, these ritualistic stuffs of, of going to the cinema or going to GBKs or going to Wagamama's or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, we didn't book a hotel this time. We took Ooh. a leaf out of we took a leaf out of your book, sir. Oh, you booked a house, and we booked a, a penthouse apartment to sleep for. Very nice. Um, and I think we were on the second floor, something like that. Um, but yeah, it was a fifteen-minute walk away from the venue. Um. So got a bit of exercise as well, um, and enjoyed myself. You know, I, I always come away from these things though. The last few years, uh, with the same kind of feeling in terms of, uh, well, if I want to be better, then I need to play more. But which is, you know, doesn't take. It's not rocket science, is it? Yeah. Um, that that goes for anything that you do really Um, but same thing happened again I was quite disappointed uh, at the end of the Saturday Uh, it's a seven game event because of the number of players there Uh, and I lost every game on Saturday Um, so I kind of I think it's more a case of you know, the same old thing before doing a disservice to yourself as a gamer as such, if you take it semi-seriously. Um, but but you've got to take into account the fact that are you playing regularly enough to warrant that um, position or, you know, that, that expectation? Or should you be lowering that expectation and actually thinking, well, actually, you know, you don't play enough to be to be doing that well. Yeah. Um, and you know, Malifaux's the same. You've got to play. You know, it's knowledge. It's it's playing regularly. Yep. Um, and it's it's knowing the scenarios inside out as well. Yeah, and um, it's also playing the you know the competitive stuff rather than the um... the fluffy stuff. Yes. Yeah. Not so, you know, not adding extra, which you and I are both prone to, prone to do. Not adding extra. Um, the, the the restrictions the, the, that you might operate under. Exactly right. The de facto sort of choices that you would look at in in a in a, in a list build as such. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I, I went there with uh, it was a two um, list event as opposed to a three list event. So that means you bring two lists and uh, you have to play them at least once. Um, so if you're locked in, if you if you've played one particular list for six games, you're locked into that last list for the seventh game. Um, that's a steamroller rule. Um, normally, it's a three-list event. Yeah. So I was quite thankful of that because I actually managed to get all my figures into one case as opposed to a double case, double Very KR cool. case. What were you pl- What were you playing? I, I rocked up with my Snignor, the boys in blue. Right. Um, and I took a caster called Nemo One, who's the old man with the beard, and he likes electricity and zappy stuff. 
and I took um, a caster called Striker 3. So uh, it's the third iteration of uh, Coleman Striker. It's a really cool model. It's a bloke. It's Striker on a horse, um, carrying a flag. I love the model, and I love the Nemo 1 model. So those immediately drew me in to try and play those casters um, rather than the more competitive casters that are out there, you know, the Haley's and um, uh, the Haley's and the Haley's. And Sloan, yeah, Sloan's the other one. Uh, And as much as... I've got a Sloan figure that Nick converted for me, so the gun... Sloane's a female character, um, and I think the typical typical pose is her um, drawing a bead using her gun. So she's looking down the, the barrel of the gun. Right. So so Nick converted that figure for me. So she's holding the gun up in the air. Uh, so it's the same. It's it's pointing up in the air. You know, as though she's holding it, ready to sort of go down and start shooting stuff. Um, Sloan's all about shooting, uh, the, and I just kind of find it boring um, to play. Right. I love her as a figure, but I don't think I could bring myself to play her as such because I need to get something out of the game. You know, it's yeah. just the same same old thing. Yeah. Um, uh, there is no narrative playing for me with with hordes and war machine. Um, which is strange because I still don't understand why that is from a game point of view. Um, but it, it is like playing a game of chess. You know, it's it's. Well, it, well, I mean, it's designed like that, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it is. Uh, it's a CCG with tabletop figures. Um, it's a computer game style game even yeah, yeah i mean it, i mean it, it's it is specifically designed to give you those moments and to to reward the things that we, you were just talking about you know the not the game knowledge the um ability to combo yeah etc but uh, cer- certain uh, influence on dice rolls by the boost mechanic as well yeah so yeah no i you, you take it for what it is, um, and uh, so I've t- I took these um, two casters because I cephalix. There we go. That's what they're called, cephalix monstrosities, and they are part of the mercenary faction now. Right. That was bu- that was bugging me. Um, yeah. So Nemo, Nemo, my Nemo one list is is Jack heavy. Yeah. Uh, I have one unit of infantry in there, so it's about robots. I don't have the big colossal thing in there either. Right. Um, And I love the list. I love playing the list. Um, I I ended up, after I'd played um, Striker, well, after I'd played both lists, I ended up playing Nemo all of Sunday and just um, learning more and more about the list and its... uh, capabilities and how it could cope with stuff um and that will be staying as a list that i play 
um, for the rest of the year if I if I do any other okay. competitive events. The striker three list I really enjoyed as well, but it's not quite right. Um, so okay, why is it not quite right? It, you didn't didn't feel right, or because it didn't perform on the table? Both, I think. Okay. Um, so e- even though I've played both lists, sort of you know casually, as it were, um, it it kind of feels that it as though it's missing something. It needs to do more. Um, so I need to go away and have a look at that, or not play him at all. Um, right. And you uh, have to you have to play each list at least once. Is that right? I'm trying to I'm exa- trying to remember back. Exactly right. Yes. Yeah. So in a two-list game, it's quite easy to do, you know, if you've got a weaker list. Um, generally, the lists, because of the rock, scissors, paper type style of the the game, yeah. you know, you, you, you will have a, a potential list that, let's take it simply, deals with hordes factions. Uh, and your other list could be one that dealt with war machine factions, or you could have one that dealt with armor. Uh, or and one particular list that deals with uh, the uber combo list that's out there at the moment. You know, that the, there always seems to be this nasty list that's out there um, that people sort of moan about. Yeah. Talk, talk about me. I just build lists because I like to play with them. So, <laughs> so that's that. But yeah, no, I ended up losing the four games on the on the Saturday, and then I ended up winning two games on the Sunday. So I ended up going away two five. Um, and at the end of the day, I was happy with that. Um, I would have liked to have gone three or four, but that wasn't the way it was, and it was a reflection of where I am with the game at the moment. So yeah, we did go to the cinema. What did you see? Oh no! If, if if we start this off, it could go anywhere. That's right. What did you see? I went to see Guardians for the second time because I'd already seen it with uh, with the misses. And um, and as is normal uh, with these things, where I've seen a, the film for the second time, which quite often happens at Cardiff, I spent the first sort of half of the film um, asleep. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I nodded off a bit. I think uh, when they returned to the planet Ego is um, is when I woke up again. Uh, but who hadn't seen it? Nick and Nigel hadn't seen it. Right. So so we went away, Jay, myself, Nick and Nigel, all from Taylorn. Uh, and they really enjoyed it. And I think I probably enjoyed it as much as I did the second time round, the bits that I saw, um, and I was glad that they appreciated it as well. Uh, now I know that you and Matt don't like it as such, no, nope. or disappointed, but you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that, coming from you, that means that oh, I'm I'm gutted. <laughs> Given your taste in movies. I was okay You fell asleep with it. in it. Yeah, that was the second time. That's because I was tired. <laughs> and it was hot. You're hot. Hello. I'm, 
I'm hashtag snazzy. You're hashtag snazzy. <laughs> now, Roger, now Roger Moore has sadly passed on. Is that the mantle you're going for? I am. I'm actually. I have been. Um, I have been approached to play the new um, Bond, Bangra Bond. <laughs> Bangra Bond. Ding 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 ding. Big dance number. Well, it's certainly a new direction for the franchise. I'll have a lassie shaken, not stirred. Oh, you wouldn't want it shaken. Oh, no. oh that was, yeah, you'd end up with butter or yeah. soft oh, things, no. you? Yeah, you don't want to shake a lassie. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, I can't stand the stuff. I quite like it. And that is uh, uh, lassie, not the lassie come home lassie. It's the Indian milkshake. No, I think everyone understands. Who, what, lassie come home? What's that? He still isn't home yet. Timmy found that fell down the well because Timmy keeps falling down the bloody well. Isn't that? Isn't that? Um, Skippy. Well, I think Skippy it's both. Keep falling down the well. No, Skippy. <laughs> Skippy didn't fall down the well. Timmy That's fell down feet. the well. His, his feet are too big. He'd never, he'd never fit, would he? People really won't know what we're talking about. <laughs> um. Anyway, back to back to War Machine. It's in an interesting place at the moment. Uh, they've bought out theme lists for a lot of the factions at the moment. Right. Um, and so, don't you get bonuses if you're playing a theme list? Yes. So one of my lists was in theme. One of my lists wasn't in theme. Um, yeah, essentially, you get ex- you get figures for free. Um, okay. Or uh, the, one of the lists that I run, you get extra two inches on deployment. Okay. And you know what? An extra two inches is it's, 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 it makes a big difference. Yeah, I mean it's like five centimeters. <laughs> um, and yes, yeah, so that they've bought these things. Imagine if out. you were, imagine if you were taller by an extra two inches, you'd be like four foot eleven. I'm, I'm over five foot, really. Oh, in your in those big Gary Glitter platforms that you wear, maybe. <laughs> And the high heels, because <laughs> you're the leader of our pack, the leader of our gang. The the only problem I found with the theme lists is that they're rubbish. No, <laughs> it, it, it restricts you in model choice. Oh, okay. So you're only allowed to use so for if it's a lightning based thing, you know, you're only allowed to use specific models, um, and well, isn't that the sort of point of a theme list? Yes, it is. But, you know, from a competitive point of view and from from my point of view, um, it means if I'm playing a theme list quite often, the theme list looks the same and you're just changing the caster. Right, okay. Oh, so uh, the theme list, so they're not caster specific then? No, you can choose a theme list with oh, a card. Oh, okay. I, I, had, I sort of, I mean, I mean, as you know, you can write my amount of War Machine and Horde's knowledge on the back of a cigarette packet. Um, <laughs> but I, I just auto assumed that they were effectively caster themed lists. No, 
No, they did do that in uh, second edition. Right. But they've moved away from that. So oh, they so, they so they're sort of faction themed lists now, are they? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there'll be two or three themes per faction. I don't know if they've released all of them in uh, for each of factions or not, because they're slowly releasing the false books at the moment um, right. at a bit of the time. But in, at the same time, they've changed their development cycle. Um, they have uh, realised that they dropped the ball quite hugely with the release of Mark III in that potentially it wasn't in the same in the best state that it could have been when it came out right uh one of the factions scorn has pretty much had a you know a, a huge amount of changes um made to it because it wasn't uh, deemed as being competitive and as complete as as other factions may have been but they're using this um continuous sort of iterative development process now where uh, uh they're open play testing, open beta testing changes um, with the community, asking for feedback, and then eventually um, an errata comes out of some sort. Well, they, I mean, that's one of the things. The War Machine community have very much bought it into the. Um, is it war? Is it War Room? Is that what they call it? The, yes, electro- yeah. the electronic version. Yes, exactly right, Warren. Yeah. So you don't have the issue. I mean, you you've not been in Malifaux, so we had um, we had an issue where um, they they have with the change in lead game designer, they have moved to a much harder errata schedule, where they'll actually change cards rather than you know the sort of the stopgap measures that they were doing, where they would issue. Um, effectively, free, you got a free upgrade, as it were. You know, it didn't cost you anything, but it gave you extra abilities and stuff. And they've moved to a a absolute. We have changed the card, and the problem was is that they have the cards sold by War Games Vault, print so you can print on demand effectively, and then you get them shipped yep. over. And there's, there's additional costs for us in Europe. In the states, it works, you know, fine because it costs you couple of bucks to have them say get a european distributor as well well. that would be sensible um but the the big issue was is that so everyone orders these errata bundles and the cards arrived and they were the old cards and then they sent out replacement cards and they were the old cards well that's a bit of a cock up wasn't it yeah but this went on for months so it was like four months before european you know anyone actually got the actual errated cards um Whereas if you were in a fully electronic version, and, you know, I'm not a huge fan of playing the game with electronic versions. Neither am I. I don't. I mean, I've used War Room a couple of times for playing um, games, and I find it, I don't find it cumbersome as such, but I find it, it's not as tactile as... Yeah, tactile. That's exactly, it's like, it's, it's why I like to have physical rule books instead of yeah. PDFs. PDFs, yeah. Um, but um, I know a lot of people don't and it, care about that, uh, and I and I kind of think you know there's 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 a, an element of uh, dare I say it, your opponent taking the the mick a little bit you know with, but you you can make mistakes when marking damage on a on a physical card as well, so perhaps that's not such a thing. But you can see your opponent do that. Yeah, it, it's it's not so obvious. And visual if they're holding with, up a tablet uh, and they're tapping on it. it exactly right yeah yeah, yeah. and and uh, 
and even though um even though it's 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 on your time that they're marking the damage so if you're not proficient at it it can it can eat into your time so you end up flipping the clock over whilst they're marking damage which i think feels a bit bit silly but you know it's, that's the way it is in yeah. the game um but yeah no i th- uh, from a from a list building point of view and a research point of view because these sorts of games are, are, you know, that's part of the fun, you know, as we used to do with, was it third or fourth edition, sitting around, sitting there with all the magic item cards around us in fancy battle. Yeah. And you and you'd end up with the same ones every time anyway. Yeah. But you have, you'd have that ritual of, of list building, and and I think it does. It, it it's it's part of the hobby. Um, Having it there f- to to facilitate and help help it, and I, and I, I use it a lot for list building. Yeah. Um, so I'd love it if they did it for Malifaux. Uh, there is there is an official Malifaux one coming. Supposedly, I think, I think other companies should do it. I mean, it's it's one of my big gripes with uh, Spartans Dystopian Wars is that you should have a list builder as well. well. Even even. GW have embraced it nowadays. Well, exactly right. Uh, do you think there'll be a 40k one? Oh, I think yes. They would be foolish not to. And I think that the direction that they're going in these days has proved that they're anything but foolish. <laughs> no, I think they've uh, they're starting to get hit with the kids, as it were. Uh, I, I don't know, ten years too late, five years too late. But it's not too late because they're um, still the biggest by miles. Exactly right, and, and and people are buying into it now. You know, yeah. Not not that it costs any. Well, it does. It costs costs stuff for the, some of the done downloads, doesn't it? Yeah. But, um, but yeah. No. So 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 carry on. No, you go. On. I think War Machine is in a good place. Um, I am, I, I, I'm hoping to go to the Nationals later this year, but I don't know. It's all, you know, it's all dependent on Dosh more than anything else. Yeah. Um, but I have started building a, a third caster in the form of Haley's, and that's not because everyone's playing Haley Three. It's because I love the figures again as well. Right. You know, so. Uh, it's an unusual unit, so every now and then PP do something different with the way they deal with their casters. So they create a caster that's a battle engine, for instance. Right. So they might be, might be right there on a 120mm base riding a chariot. Uh, lately they bought out casters in units, so the, it's it's made up of a unit and some... Sorry, the caster and some extra... Oh, okay. Figures, figures you know, it's usually a group of three figures in total, so... I'm playing Haley Three, who's made up of Haley Past, Future, and Present, uh, and, I, and I quite like the figures, basically. So um, they're all cleaned up. All I need—I've made one of them. I need to um, drill and pin some skinny little arms, which is going to really, um, really uh, please me. Not—I'm pinning small things. Uh, 
because it's so easy to go wrong, especially arms. Well, it only takes one little slip and then... And then you're pregnant. I was going to say it's ruined, but if you want to keep making, you know, effectively dick jokes, then that's fine. <laughs> Are you allowed to say that? Well, dick is... Yeah. Tom, <laughs> Tom Dick and Harry. That wasn't... That wasn't a, a, a dick joke. It was a pregnancy joke. Well, yeah, but you were going on about small things. No, I was talking about the arms then. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about yourself again. You thought I was being smutty, weren't you? Well, you do have a history of it. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it. What I'd like to do is um, build my piggies. Yeah. And uh, play some piggies, but it's... Well, building metals is time-consuming. Yes. Um, building multi-part metals is even more time-consuming. Oh, yes. Uh, building multi-part metals where you have to pin pretty much everything is even Annoying. more time-consuming. <laughs> yeah. So I had this idea in my head. I've got a, a roadhog figure painted, zenithaled, ready to paint, uh, and it took me probably a week to build over the course of evenings. Uh, and the idea was that I'd paint it and then move on to the next one. And uh, one of my fellow gamers at uh, at uh, Cardiff, John Martin's the guy's name, he's from, he's from Scotland, uh, said, to, said to me, quite sensibly, well, you never play with them. And I sort of... <clears throat> and it, it, it's one of them light bulb moments, which is really quite obvious. But he's absolutely right. So I think if I want to play with them, I'd better build them and get on with it sort of thing. And decide whether I want these to be painted with love and care, i.e. a high quality or high standard, or just go for a quick um, tabletop standard to, to, to get paint on them. Because I do want to paint them. Right. So there is still love there for uh, the game. That's cool. And are you playing outside tournaments? Uh, I am, um, but that's really down to whether or not we get opponents at the club or uh, Nick's, Nick's more uh, uh, a War Machine Hordes player than me. He, he loves the game, um, but he also loves bolt action. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> there is this battle of what am I in the mood of, which is good because it's a nice battle to have. Um, I, I wouldn't like to be playing it all the time um, because I would get burnt out with it and uh, I'd end up not enjoying playing, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was... That was the Cardiff, what's it called? The Welsh Open? The Welsh Open, yes. It was uh, mad. There was loads of people there. I think there was 120-odd players. Um, Players from all over the the UK and Europe, Um, same as the ITC. Um, We had a lot of French there. We had some... Oh, I can't remember what else. Scotland, obviously, Scotland, Scotland, Wales, Ireland all come down. 
Uh, I think there were some other European countries there as well, but it's it's a, an event that people return to, um, which is all, all obviously a mark of a good event as well. Uh, and I think it's going to carry on. It's he he did have plans to to grow it to a bigger event, but it just becomes unmanageable and too long. You know, if you're going to more than 128 players, you've, you, you're going to have to increase the rounds from a Swiss point of view. Um, and seven games is yeah. still still a lot, you know, in a weekend. But doing the four on the Saturday, even though it makes for a shorter evening on the Saturday, helps you get away, at, you know, not at seven or eight o'clock on the, on the Sunday so you can get back. But Cardiff is still a three-hour drive at least for us. Yeah. More for you. Yep. Yep, I like um, Cardiff though. Yeah. I I love the venue. I think the venue's great and you can go to the venue this year if you get a DAFCON ticket. Yeah. That's right. DAFCON tickets. <laughs> Very nice. That did it again, you see? We've still yeah, got it, you know. But there's no war machine at DAFCON. No. Which is no bad thing because there's plenty of other war machine events around, though that's an interesting choice as well that they've made. What's that? Um, prompted on from the uh, the lawsuits that. Oh, the uh, uh, dumping the dumping of the press gangers. Yeah, so the Magic the Gathering thing, you know, where the the judges are taking wizards for. Um, yeah. Unearthed. That they're employees. For earnings. Yeah, for, yeah essentially for earnings, for uh, loss of earnings for uh, um, being judges. Uh, and I think, I think part of it is that uh, it was not necessarily being done in the best way, the press gangers. Part of it is that, you know, maybe the influence of the, the MTG type stuff... Um, potentially opened up PP and, you know, it potentially could open up, open this up to other game, game um, companies as well. Uh, I don't think it would from a, from a privateer point of view, uh, but perhaps even PP thought that enough's enough now, you know, we've, we've the games in a particular place, but I do wonder about the whole competitive play um, environment and, what it means for that because obviously you do things for love and it's nice getting the the extra bits and pieces that you do as a press ganger um but perhaps for some it means that they will stop press ganging you know yeah um in which case potentially they shouldn't have been press ganging in the first place you know no, exactly. Exactly. I mean, if you're doing it for the rewards, then you're doing it for the wrong thing. Yeah, exactly right. Um, who knows? It might appear again in a, in another format. But uh, I don't know if it's a staffing thing, uh, um, a time a sign of the times thing with the with the Magic the Gathering piece or or whatever. But press gangers are no longer. So that's the volunteer arm of uh, the privateer press. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. All right, then. Well, I think we should go. 
Okay. We've talked oh. about private. We've talked about privateer press for nearly forty minutes. Did we? Yeah, and that's more than more privateer press than I like to have. <laughs> Though we did get a good Bangra Bond joke in there as well. We did get a good Bangra Bond joke in. <laughs> yeah. And on that, I've been Mike. And I've been Conrad. Bye bye. You can contact Fools Daily on Twitter, we're at Fools Underbar Daily, or via email, foolsdaily at outlook.com. <laughs>